in 71 you're off to march yes racing. the end of end of 71 right 72 was in march yeah and so who are your drivers when you first started with them i know it's nicky louder nicky came in um but robert heard uh, there was an experiment with the alpha engine mm-hmm. um Adamich, and the alpha engine wasn't really working yeah well but nicky came in pretty quick from, from the and uh and Pete Peterson was the lead yeah. driver, and Ronnie was. I mean, the cars were not competitive, but Ronnie, for somehow, just I see yeah. it in Monaco one year where there he just was unbelievable. Um, but a lot of that was Ronnie. Yeah, I mean, we could never get the car the downforce. Um, the thing was understeer everywhere. Um, all the testing we did you could tell with Nicky you know he was second to to Ronnie then of course and then he was the young guy mm. um, but you could tell that the way he would talk to you and um, show he showed a lot of promise that why can't we do this mm. or if we did this we could do this why don't we alter that silly front wing you know the, yeah. the spitfire type wing the, the, the coffee table thing, thing. Yeah. oh <clears throat> saying that was, was that front wing adjustable at all eventually we we did some space no it wasn't adjustable no you, you'd have to put spacers in take it off and put spacers yeah but that um it still aerodynamic i don't think it ever went to winter no no but i didn't you know and then we went to um the Formula 2 chassis with a DFV in it mm-hmm. with the radiators just bolted to the side with no no induction right. of course you know in a real hot country because there was no induction and no exit and mm-hmm. aerodynamics it bloody overheat you know and it wasn't doing the wing a lot of good either no, no. it was it was just radiators hung on the side I, I'm, I'm, literally yeah, I can see it yeah and uh, it, that didn't didn't but work. the car was quicker than yeah, and that was a seven two one. Yeah, seven two one. It? Yeah, that's right. Formed two chassis basically. Yeah. yeah, and we put bigger tanks and and all that Still stuff. Still didn't make a lot of difference. No, no, no it was no. it was not success. It was never going to win a world championship. No, that's right. Okay, we will go back to sixty eight then. What was your first F one race after the accident? I asked Colin, what do I do now? Because you were on the F2 team yes. only at that point. Yes. Carry on. Yes, and also we, we, we were, at that time, me and Carl Neusty were building the, the Dion yeah, F2 the car. F2 car. Mm-hmm. Um, which Jimmy was supposed to have yeah. tested, which obviously never happened. Only Graham and Graham got out of the car and said, it ain't never going to work. Mm. <laughs> Basically, and that was it? That was really shelved. Yeah. Um, Chapman told me, okay, the team had left for Havana in Madrid. Mm-hmm. And Chapman said, what do you mean, what are you going to do? He said, you're taking uh, Graham's spare car down on the trailer when, as soon as it's finished. Right. So, so you that were was my first the F1 team? That was it, in the F1 mm-hmm. team. And uh, basically... 
Billy Billy was on Graham's car, and uh, Eddie Dennis Herbie was. Jackie Oliver, Jochen. No, not Jochen. It'd be Jackie Oliver, wouldn't it? Sixty eight. He replaced Jimmy. Yes. Jochen was was until sixty nine. Sixty nine, Jochen. Yeah, and so I put me on Graham, basically in between the both cars. You, you were flipping between the two, in whatever between, yeah, popped up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that was the first F1 race yeah. with Lois. What's the result? Can't remember. I think Graham won that. Well, it would have been... Was it the first race after Jimmy's we accident? we won the World Championship. Yeah. Yeah. We won the World Championship that year. We were getting good results. I have a feeling... I he think won the drama, yeah, because he really picked the team up, didn't yes. he? After yes, what had happened. Mm. So that was it from then Formula One from then on. So okay, we'll we'll, we'll stay there. At the end of '68, obviously Jackie Oliver was dropped because he wasn't doing as well as what was hoped. At the Glen, yeah, that happened in the Glen. So who did they bring in for '69? Well, we had John Miles. No, that was um, that was the four-wheel drive. Jochen, wasn't it? It was Jochen. Yeah. Yes, it has to be. So you've got the current yes. world champion. Yeah. yeah. And Jochen. Yes. He hadn't run a race at that point. No. F1. Everyone was waiting and waiting for him, wasn't he? Exactly. And what was Jochen like? Uh, Compared to someone like Jimmy or Mario, who were quite friendly and, you know, what was Jochen like? As a person, he would just, uh, wouldn't talk too much about motor racing, um, Casually, he'd be talking about his favourite sport, which mm-hmm. was skiing, and um, and saying how you know, my family and everything like this, and right. everything. He was a nice guy, yeah. um, but racing, just got on with it, whatever, and he had different different opinions about. Yeah, um, <laughs> in Monaco, it was pouring with rain, one year, in the morning, he never turned up. The old man was fuming, <laughs> and then in the afternoon he comes sorting down the pit lane. Sun's shining; it's all nice and dry. And, right. and there's an argument. You yeah. know, the old man, where the hell, you know, where you been? You know, you're paid to do a job. Yeah. And then, so said, what's the point? We know it's going to be hot this afternoon. Not point in trashing the car in the rain. Mm. He goes out and oh, front row the grid. Brilliant. You know. Um, <laughs> Which he would do. Of course. In, I remember him, we tyre testing in Zanfort with Jochen, tyre testing with Firestone. Mm. And he said, oh, what are we doing testing? What are these tyres? And he said, and he was against it, but he's, he contract, he had to do it. Right. He said, okay, if I do the same time on each tyre compound I can leave because I, I, I want to get home in the afternoon I've got things to do right. and they said yeah yeah but that's not right you know they come and he went and did it he did the same drove his ass off doing the same time with each different compound mm. and he went home <laughs> he flew home I mean how did that go down with Chapman that sort of thing he wasn't there oh right that was a bonus yeah but uh, that was Jochen, though. He yeah. Was, he was a bit of a... Yeah. Like that, but Jochen did the job. He 
it's a little driver. Oh, tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah. Just pull it out of the bag yeah. when necessary. Yeah, with this Monaco. Yep, absolutely. When he wasn't nowhere near it, and yeah, he exactly. suddenly thought, I can do this. Yeah. And did. Yeah, in the he, end. Yeah, I know. He forced Jack Bramley into a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Of all people. That was amazing, that. That win. That, that was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Catching up, Jack, and yeah. coming up to the back of the pits and into the gas works. Yeah. And hit the back there on that right hand right. right before the pits. Wow. So, how long were you at March for? Um, 70, and something, 72, 75, Heskis. Right, yes. <clears throat> Does it March after Nicky, Nicky uh, left? Yeah. And then... Um, and it went to, uh, we did a Formula 5000 car in March right. for the States, right. for, for Skip Barber. Okay, yeah. Um, and it was sponsored by Go Navy, American Navy. Complete disaster. It was just me, Dave Buller, and Dave White three of us, oh. based in Worcester, Massachusetts, the first section oh. of the East Coast races. And scared me. You know, Jody Schechter won the championship that year in the Formula 5000. Yeah. Um, we were nowhere. I mean, it was scared. No, I mean, yeah. he's got a race and drive in school for the last 50 years, but um, didn't but then from Massachusetts, we had to go to the West Coast. It's only come home for a year. Right. Yeah. We had a, a big, big truck towing the car on the trailer. Mm -hmm. And uh, we stayed in Santa Ana, California, mm -hmm. for, um, for the West Coast races. We, Gene Mason Racing it was under. Right. Gene Mason Racing. It was just. It was no good. No, it was hopeless. It was hopeless. So what? That, was that virtually an F one car with a with a five thousand yes, engine on the back? It was. It was. Wasn't it, it was. To all intents and purposes. Absolutely. No engineer. No, nothing. Really. No. No. And he was paying for that. Yeah, we had no. It was just us, the three of us. Yeah. Um, no engineer, no team, no team manager, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And the money, you know, where's our expenses? Where's our travel money? Where's oh, the petrol it? money? No, oh, oh, it was hopeless. Good. After that, it was Heskiff racing. Yeah. So, what persuaded you to go to Heskiff? Well, uh, Harvey Possibly, um and Nigel, 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 looking after the car. Oh, I can't remember. Think about it in a minute. Um, he was running Formula Three, James. Yes. And then they bought a March Formula One. And by how he used to say, "Well, you know, we're looking for people. Why don't you come over? Uh, we're going to be based in Toaster." Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, so we've done a deal with Bubbles Horsley and Alexander. 
Heskis. And I started as chief mechanic. And uh, Is that your first time as chief mechanic? Y yes. Because mm -hmm. Pete Kerr was chief mechanic at March. Yeah, of course. And uh, I didn't realise that Harvey oh, said we're going to build our own F1 car. Like, oh, okay. okay. So that's what was happening. So they started to build the F1 car and we right. built the F1 car and raced it. Mm -hmm. And really, a lot of mechanical, only structural failures in those days. Mm -hmm. um, but we, you know, for non works works team, so, we did yes. pretty good. Mm. Pretty well. Won yeah. Dutch Grand Prix, yeah. won Daily Express Trophy. Um, and where were you when uh, Philip Zanfort? Zanfort, I was building the the new Hesketh. So uh, you weren't there? No, I weren't there. <laughs> so me and Nigel Stroud, we stayed back and to finish off the new Hesketh for testing. Right. And, uh, you know, we tried all sorts of rubber suspension. Right. That didn't work. <laughs> Tried servo brakes, servo, no way, that did not work. We said to Harvey, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, it's difficult to bleed the brakes with this servo. Right. James said, I'll press the pedal and nothing happens. Well, yes it does, it's stopping, or is it stopping? Can't feel, right. there's no feeling, right. no feeling. You go, you go into a corner and he's got his foot on the brake, and it's slowing, and then the servo will come in. Oh. So that was abandoned right. fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, Esketh was different to anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Ever, ever. It will never be repeated. <clears throat> and, you know, Lord Hesketh was 23 at the time when he started that. Yeah. And, and it's fun. It was fun time. Mm. In but it's serious on the racing side. Serious on the racing. We yeah. had a buyer. We had, um, um, you know, first... the that we were lifing stuff in the end we were learning had you done that before? no it, nowhere? nowhere really? nowhere and uh, had our own engine shop mm. in Dino mm. and where they had to put super 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 silences on it because it was disturbing the pheasant breeding yeah, up at the house at the house yeah because they weren't laying eggs you know <laughs> and because uh, they had big shoots Sure. From all people all over the world used to come for pheasant shooting. Mm -hmm. And Alexandra, you know, was, James, was party mad. Of course. They were party mad. Mm -hmm. How many have you been on the team for, at that point, in 75? <clears throat> Two guys on the car. Because it was only one car, wasn't it? Yeah, it's did only you have one a spare, car. Dave, in the end? In the end we did. Yeah. But um, it was... But at the start... Um, Two people on the car, uh, actually three people on the car, chief mechanic, uh, truckie, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we had our own truckie, so, and the fabricator used to come as well. Right. So it would be three, four, five, six, which was quite good for F1 in those days. And uh, Unbelievable. It was, you know, in the Silverstone Grand Prix, it was get there early and Lordy bought his butler because that wasn't far from the house was it? no just down the road it's not far from the house and we had a motorhome un unheard of yeah. and it's a motorhome 
and a big, big, big American state car. And, uh, and the butler came first morning with his white gloves and champagne right. for the boys at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Come along, boys. You just got to the circuit, had you? Yeah. Got to the circuit. Yeah, champagne for my boys. So we all had to have a glass of champagne before we started work. <laughs> Way to go. You on. Yeah. Excellent. Hell yeah, you know, and we had a, our, own, our own marquee for catering. And, that must have been the first. Oh. Something yeah. like that. Oh, the chef was going. <laughs> then we had kidneys and masala sauce and all the kids. Unbelievable. But it was just... I mean, you were used to, you were lucky to get a burger at that point. Yeah, exactly. And then we used to have his jet ranger there, helicopter, mm. which we used to do a bit Use. of testing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. And that was available for you? Yes. Yes, for the crew. Ah, excellent. The Dijon, we used the helicopter. We were 68 miles from the track in the chateau. Right. And we said, where the hell are we going to get there? So uh, and remember the, the madam of the chateau they told the farmer to clean the cow's muck on the country road because the English lord is coming. Right. And we thought, joking. no, it's true. It, the guy had to sweep the... Because he put the cow up the road for milking every day. Sure. It's only a little farm. Yeah. But they used to do the yeah, shit all over the road. Yeah. They had to clear that up for his... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she was going to Paris every morning, right. early hours of the morning, to bring back fresh meat, poultry, fish, for dinner every night. And he had all his mates from from public school there. Sure, you know all the yeah. yeah. And he'd fly back from the circuit. We for the crew you... <clears throat> um, used to fly us in four at a time, come back at land, yeah. then four back in. We used to land at the paddock, and all the other mechanics are gone. Well, you know, yeah, boys, Eskid boys were here in a helicopter. Yeah, know. but you were still taking the racing side of it oh, ultra, ultra serious. Ultra serious, absolutely. Yeah, so it was not mucking oh, about. It no, just, it wasn't no, a jolly no, no. at all. Absolutely, it was, <laughs> and you wouldn't. In, in the end, because before night, and we had to take off before night, so so there's no all nighters. Luckily, we didn't have any engine changes. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> but. Uh, and he wouldn't let anybody eat until the boys got washed and dressed upstairs. Right. So we had some late dinners, you know. So the others couldn't eat until we got there. Sure. And it was <laughs> Brilliant. It was in the swinging on the chandeliers. There was a big chandelier coming down the spiral case right. in Carnoustie. He got up there? Yeah, he got up there and the madam went mad. I bet she did. Oh, we had to get him down. And there was a piggyback fight in the lounge. In the dining room. In this room. old chateau. Yeah. We had, we had like 20 for dinner every night. Yeah. All his mates. Mm. And the wine. No expense spared. No expense spared. Yeah. And there was other things that... Sure. I Went on. Didn't want to yeah, really quite. go public on that. Yeah. <laughs> it was rather entertaining. Sure. Yeah. You were involved on Lotus 72 from the very, very start, weren't you? With the yes. build of the first chassis? Yeah. Yeah. Would you have helped to build on it? Would you have helped to build it? Yeah, help, help, literally, or assembly. Uh, 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 literally, the fabrication shop would do the monocoque, and you would be asked to go and help them as well to do the riveting. Right. Um, they'd rivet, and you'd do it underneath mm -hmm. with the dolly hammer yeah. underneath with the riveting. It, yeah, all, all sorts of stuff like that. And also, um, jigs, 
help making jigs right. um, mm-hmm. for uprights and, yeah. and, and, and things like that and nickel bronze brazing which I was which I did yeah. nickel bronzing mm-hmm. um, you know everybody all the boys could do that well mm-hmm. nickel bronze uprights and stuff like that so when you finally saw it assembled it must have struck you that this is really different from the previous car Definitely. The 49, when you, even just to look at it. Well, the torsion bar. All of this was, You stuff. know, you had the front torsion bars up inside the tank, and, mm-hmm. and it was very difficult to set up, mm-hmm. and there was, you know, then, because you had no springs. Did you have an inkling that it was going to be a good one when you started running it? I mean, on, We thought, it, well, this is the bee's knees. Because um, it was so different. So different. Sure. No, uh, totally unconventional as Formula One was in, at that time. Yeah, torsion bar suspension, um, and the setup was different. And you, you had the reaction, the splines would be different for yeah. the, to the ride levels, and, and and you had different torsion bars. Um, and of course, it would have been the first Lotus designed to have wings, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, I think wedge shape. Yeah, um, specifically. Like the forty nine was a forty nine, but then stuff was then, added. Then it's added, but this was straight off, straight off with with, with wings. Yeah, and hundred percent straight off from the drawing board. But there was wings. no wind tunnel. No, no. So no. did someone, either Morris or Chapman, to look at it and go, "Oh, we'll have it at that angle." This has always been a question. Um, we. They experimented with wings mm. at the rear. You had the three tier, yeah. and then you had the yeah. single, and the different gurneys mm-hmm. on the back. The front basically stayed the same. Um, adjustable front, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, you could adjust the front wings easily. But aerodynamically, subject to the air box. Because you didn't have an air box wing. at the start, did you at all? No, not to start with. Pretty early, no. And then they modified that. Mm-hmm. Um, for more downforce. So it was basically, let's say, the rear wing for the elements, take it out and give it a few laps, see what it does, come in, increase it a bit and see what that does? Yeah. Because there's no wind tunnel. Plus, we did, did the, um, at one point, though, Morris started putting some oil, different um, oil on, the, on yeah. the rear wings to see the flow, Yeah. what the flow was. Mm-hmm. He did quite a bit, a lot of that stuff on the back. Right. And that it, helped. Yeah, yeah. And he took a photograph of it and and basics. Mm. Yeah, without the well, wind nothing else you could do. No, at that time, was there? No. And different speeds. At different get whatever gear ratio yeah. in, what speed you were. They change the wearing. They do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, most of it's done at the tracks, racing. You know. And the other thing was there's no computer to um, no, record that info, was there? You've got to do no, it all yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Through it, timing and... Nothing at all. Yeah. No, You had no feedback. You couldn't get back to the pit and say, okay, let's play that back. Let's see if it, what that right. did. Nothing. So it was... Driver. Yeah. Driver, feel. Tire temperatures. Tire temperatures. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because they weren't slick tires. No, that's right. Still slightly treaded. Absolutely. Weren't they? 